Disclaimer, the Marvelous Dweebs podcast is for mature audiences only. If you're sensitive to strong language and other sensitive content, please be sure to click off. But if you're not, please enjoy. Hey, it's the Marvelous Dweebs. Actually, it will just be one dweeb today. It's actually me, Carlos. Um, Cass is actually going to be out for this episode. She's not doing so well, so we're going to give her a well-deserved break. So it's going to be me for a little bit. Um, It's not going to be a very long episode, I'm going to be honest, because I don't have much to talk about because they're... Uh, arcane episode was supposed to be today well not technically today for this recording and be the next one to be uploaded but i'm gonna upload this one first and then we're gonna record the arcane episode and then we'll get to all that jazz because it's been a crazy week and sometimes we just need to relax chill and everything's gonna be okay but to sort of dwell into what i sort of want to talk about today it's just some movie news that we didn't really get to because we've been busy like reviewing other shows and watching other movies and doing other stuff like that that I wanted to sort of dwell into that I sadly won't be able to with Kess. But I want to talk about a lot more of the Across the Spider-Verse news and more like animated films that are coming out soon because I'm excited for them personally and some other big major news. Hopefully I remember if I don't, I'm going to just forget about it. But other than that, I sort of want to get started with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and sort of delve into like a more, uh, I guess, more announced uh, look into the film. And I guess I'll sort of delve into how Spider-Verse has really um, changed the game for the animation uh, sort of industry. Because before before Spider-Verse, you sort of saw animation and all that stuff looking the same and, you know, looking like plain and really ugly, honestly. But I think with this, with that film coming out, you sort of see the change and sort of the the standard that the industry sort of, you know, set for itself now and how, like, stylized it can really be and how cartoony it really can be and sort of how audiences react really well with it and personally again with me it's one of my favorite animated movies of all time and i feel like you know if animated studios were to dwell into the style more it would you know gain more traction with what they want to produce and i don't know i just feel like it's really awesome and so seeing them sort of take on spider-verse again with a second film and even potentially a third film um i'm just you know like really interested in what they're going to go with because with this next movie they're going to dwell into different universes and you know utilize different styles and looks with each spider person that comes across screen because we have you know how like smiles looks in his universe and then we have you know other spider verses like looking completely different because obviously it won't be the same and so delving onto that these like empire like state magazine uh sort of first looks into the film you sort of see like uh uh, Spider-Man India's uh, sort of place and him them fighting uh, I forget what his name is I'm gonna have to look that up later but um, and like fighting the villain of this movie and uh, you can really see the stylized version of you know India in this in this film and you can tell like, it's drastically different from each uh, like Ghost Spider and Miles you know and how different they look from you know how you know that world looks and so seeing each style in their own unique way is really interesting to see and like you see another like another one where like they're on top of like a giant building overviewing the over the ugh, overviewing the city and it just looks amazing and it's just like the colors are so vibrant and popping and just everything just looks perfect and it doesn't have to be like like it's not even like perfect like animation like maybe it is to me but like it's just i don't know colors and everything just pop out so well and in this movie they also delve into new like villains multiversal villains and again you know, spider people going against Miles, like uh, Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man 2029. And dwelling into that, I'm so excited to see him in this film. When they teased him in the last film, um, I was hyped. Like, 
ecstatic yelling in the theater not really yelling but in eternally um but it was amazing i loved it and so i, I was excited to see his character and like how they redesigned him in this film sort of made him more like like buffer and more intimidating sort of go against miles in this film is it's exciting you see him especially in the trailer was just beautiful perfect and I don't know, and then and on the other look, they have uh, like a vulture sort of type of uh, variant where he has it's like more like a classical type look, and I don't know, you can really tell the distinguished like features of each character, which is really awesome, and they're also they recently also teased uh, Spider Punk, uh, Hobby Brown, voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, which you probably have known him from Get Out and uh, other Jordan Peele productions, which amazingly talented. Um, you know, actor and and being a part of this, I think, would be amazing as well. Damn, my fucking voice cracked so bad there. Anyway, um, I guess and seeing his style, especially as Spider Pump, you can t definitely tell that it's more like it's sharp and it's more like it's messy and it's like out there, like it's very punk, obviously, because it's it goes with the character. And like I've never really seen much of Spider Punk, but I've know I've seen him like like his costumes throughout like the comics and even like the games. And I'm just really excited to see him like pop out finally and like really get like a spotlight in, you know, like a big featured animated film. But, you know, besides that, like Spider-Verse is definitely one of my biggest, um, you know, top, you know, I got to see it immediately when it comes out. And you already know I am. And, you know, dweebs are going to watch it and we're probably going to be with a huge group. But besides that point, um, I wanted to turn, let's see wanted to turn it to the next animated film that I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Let me look it up because it's quite interesting, actually. So it's going to be I'm talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. It's going to be an animated film coming out this year produced by Seth Rogen. Um, and it's it, it as I was talking about how much Spider-Verse influenced the animation industry, you sort of get that feel with this new animated film. And so when you you see the turtles and see like the stylized like version of like of their new New York, like you really get that sense of like oh like Spider Verse really influenced this art style and how comic comicy it looks. But in this film, they sort of dwell more on the fact that these you know turtles are actually teenagers because in other iterations of of these animated turtles, you don't really you get more like adult you know like like teenagers coming into adult like you don't really get them like in their early years. You sort of get them more in their you know more advanced you know um part of their lives and so seeing like them figuring out their weapons and you know you know them being kids and them being voiced by actual kids is actually like insane it's really nice to see like a fresh new look and take on the characters and if you guys haven't seen the trailer you should because honestly like it got me really excited to even watch it as well and i'm a huge fan of the ninja turtles personally and so i'm i'm excited to see this sort of you know you know brought into a new light into uh into the movies again because the live action ones didn't really like you know sit well with me because obviously they didn't look they were just bad i'm just gonna say that now but um this this animated film they have a huge like star cast especially they have a lot of like big names you can see like we have seth rogan as bebop nicholas conti who is actually gumball who voiced Gumball in the Animation World of Gumball cartoon, uh, voicing Leonardo. We have Shaman Brown as Michelangelo, Brady Noon as Raphael, Makai Abe as Donatello, and then you also got, like, Jackie Chan as Splinter, John Cena as Rocksteady, Post Malone as Ray Filet, like, a lot of, like, big names like Ice Cube, John Carlo Esposito, Paul Rudd, and Hannibal Buress, and all these amazing people, like, 
like it's a huge star-studded cast and so like you're gonna get a lot of like talent in this movie which is really awesome and like an animated film especially like you don't really get that nowadays like you get that sometimes with some movies like back then but now you sort of don't really get that you get more like new people which is awesome but like seeing a star-studded cast like this gets you really excited of you know seeing their talent like in an animation film but i'm gonna stop right there actually okay resume back what i was saying sorry i had to like pause and figure out what i was trying to say next but i guess i'll read the synopsis just to like give you guys like a little taste of it after years of being sheltered from the human world, the Total Brothers set out to win out hearts of the New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers. Their friends, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. So again, as the title sort of talks about mutant mayhem, um, with a lot of these characters being introduced, they you get a lot of like villains, which you don't really you they weren't really like shown off a lot in their original like like animated run, like. Uh, Baxter Stockman was a really, like, old villain. There's Mondo Gecko, Superfly, Ray Filet, Rocksteady. You already got, like, Rocksteady and Bebop as, like, other, like, uh, live-action iterations. But like, you get a lot more variation in this type of, like, uh, iteration of the of the Turtles. And so um, it's set to release August 4th, which my birth month, which I'm really excited to watch. But um, let's see. Okay. I think that seems to be a l- that. Um, let's continue talking about, um, I guess I'll talk about some Jordan Peele stuff because Jordan Peele has been, you know, hitting a lot of, you know, his movie criteria because he's been really popular, hitting records in box office has been really awesome and talking about, you know, all that stuff. But Jordan Peele is releasing a new film and it's arriving Christmas, which is going to be like competitive with like, um, with Sonic and also Avatar, which like in the next, uh, like the next sequel of Avatar, like he's going to be going against, you know, those big name movies. And so, but I feel like, um, Charles Peel's got that in the, got that in the bag, honestly, because he's tackled a lot of like awesome and like great topics that, you know, a lot of movie like filmmakers haven't really, you know, had the guts to really go over and really, you know, you know, really delve into. And so I think, um, it, since it will be around Christmas time, like there isn't like a lot of stuff, that's been like sort of talked about like what it could you know could be but it's going to be you know releasing in christmas which will be really exciting and he's also producing another new film under his filmmaker like company monkey paw and it will be released in 27th of september of 2024 so jordan has got a lot of stuff coming along um let's see what's some other stuff we can talk about because i am running out of stuff i am not gonna lie because i thought i would be able to talk about it more but i'm struggling a solo episode's not easy i've realized but um let's see man i didn't even think about this hold up let me just <laughs> um there's a lot of other news regarding marvel at the moment but i can't talk about it because it's kind of nuts and so i'm not going to mention it this episode because it's an ongoing thing but if you're t- watching this and know what it is you you already know what it is um snap Okay, I guess I can give my little mini review before we actually talk about Arcane, because um, I'm not done yet. I'm not gonna lie. I've told Kess I'll be done with it by Saturday, but I'm not done yet. Hopefully, I'll be done by tomorrow. I probably won't be, but I'm gonna be honest here. Um, but Arcane so far, I've not really been a big fan of League of Legends that you know the show is based off of, but I've always wanted to watch it because of how you know many people just love and rave about the show and how beautiful it looks and how the story is 
so amazing, which, okay, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a try, and we'll, we'll review it. That's when we talked about, talked about it in our blue period, uh, our period blue episode. And so I gave it a watch. I'm currently at the sixth episode, I believe. I think there's nine episodes, so I'm very close to finishing it up. But so far, because I don't really know a lot about League lore and, you know, all that stuff, but I know I could judge art, and that style is amazing. I get why everybody loved it so much and how they just rave about how amazing it looks, how great just the textures and, like, the characters and animation just feel so fluid and great. And I see what they mean because it's amazing. But the story, like, I've even though I may not know a lot about the lore and how the world works, you know, as a whole, I still found myself still getting roped into like liking these characters. And I knew, I knew like the main one, uh, Jinx, like because of the game, because of my friend, he loves it so much. And so he always talks about it. So, but I only know that character, but everybody else, like I've sort of learned who they are and like how they, you know, impact the story really well and how the magic is sort of implemented in this universe. And again, even though I may not know a lot, it was pretty interesting. They really brought me in, even though I wasn't much of a fan of, you know, the game in general. But I think as a show on its own, it's really nice to have a sh- an engaging story, you know, in this world. But I don't know if they're doing more. I feel like they would need to because it was such a big hit on Netflix. But so far, I would say just like a little quick review. Like from what I've watched, I do recommend it. You know, even just watching a couple episodes, you just enjoy, you know, some beautiful art because that's what we're about here because we're both artists and we appreciate that shit a lot but i don't know arcane is definitely something that i had to like really push myself to watch i'm not gonna lie but as i already explained um but yeah so far it's really good and we'll again we'll give that full review we're gonna have our special guest ethan returning for that episode which is gonna be really nice because he loves that show loves the shit out of it so you're probably gonna hear him talk mostly than me and cast probably so they'll be talking a lot and i'll be just in the background just sort of like yeah yeah of course i that's amazing then just like all that background chatter but i guess i'll delve into our little break sequence here um i'm not this is this is the baddest the, the worst part because i am not an expert in this because this is more of like a kessley sort of uh expert type type deal um i guess marvelous three solves all your problems or well Carlos tries to solve your problems in this special little sequence. Um, let's see. The question is, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say I'm gonna quote it, but I'm not, I'm gonna switch it up to be more like an okay question. How do I solve the problem of no bitches? Well, again, you're asking the wrong person. This is more Kess's criteria, I guess. <laughs> getting people to like you or just getting people interested, I don't know. I guess you could say I can give you a joke answer and a very not very serious answer, but just more like a not so much of a joke answer. Um, more of a joke answer. You just gotta just gotta full send it. I I don't know any other way. Honestly, that's not even really a joke one. I just gotta full send it because you never know you what you're doing. Like it's like that quote. I'm gonna butcher it so bad. Like you miss 100 percent of your shots if you don't. Well, if you don't. Fuck, I don't even know the, the fucking line. Um, don't, you gotta take your shot. Maybe that's what I was gonna say because I cannot talk right now. But taking that shot and being, you know, and pushing yourself out of your boundaries is to like talk to people and like being comfortable and being confident and and all that stuff. Like it's, it's, it's easier to say than actually do because it's a lot scarier. Trust me, your boy can barely talk to women on its own. 
and I'm just a scaredy cat with talking. All right, I am. I'm bad at beating new people. Like it's, I'm just not that. I'm not that guy. And so, but you can, I can sure as hell try. And maybe I might even use this, you know, uh, advice for myself. But I don't even know. But again, this is more like Kess's criteria. I really, I really wish she was here to say something about it because I feel like she has so much like cool shit she can mention. Because she's more like confident and more like you know out there. She's more like talkative. She's able to like you know meet people, do all this stuff. Which I think that's why we're like I feel like we're opposites in that point. But like we, that's why it's like that opposite attract type deal. Anyway, um, I guess it's to answer that prob- problem, I guess. Just go for it. Push yourself out of your, you know, boundaries and just sort of talk and get out there. Be confident. Just work up to doing it because it's not easy. Trust me. It's still not easy for me because your boy is struggling just to talk to himself on a mic. And I'm stuttering and having a lot of issues. I don't even know if this is going to be a good episode because I'm just all over the place and not organized. I thought I was, but I really was not. But um, I don't know. I mean, and at that point, if you get further, you know, getting, you know, and that's where you sort of delve into like, you know, planning stuff with these people and like having it you know, be really fun and, you know, really connecting with the person. But anyway, I guess Carlos is Carlos solves your problem kind of almost not really. Um, just do that and hopefully it works out. And again, I am not a professional. Trust me, I am not a professional whatsoever in this field. And if anything bad goes wrong, I am not liable for any damage. But anyway, going back to movie news. Um, actually, that's all I got. I don't have a lot to talk about. I thought I did, but I don't. But I know we're planning to watch a lot of more, a lot more movies. We're planning to watch John Wick hopefully soon. We're definitely getting a, a D&D uh, you know, a movie review with like the whole uh, nightly special crew. Um, I know we have another one coming up. We really wanted to watch... Uh, Scream. I did watch Scream. I guess. I, well, I guess I'll just do a review on that one. Actually, while I am at it, I just remembered. I'll do. I'll do Creed and I'll do Scream because I have nothing else to talk about. Um, Scream, the new installment into the franchise. Um, uh, I guess again as a sequel from the last movie, with like our new characters and like and all that stuff. It was like a movie that you can really just turn your brain off and just really enjoy like some action and some fucked up kills because it's. It's great. I just I loved it. I honestly thought it would be more squeamish, but I think I've sort of been more desensitized to watching. Like I actually sort of enjoy like you know watching these horror movies, and like I think Ghostface I think has always had like a weird spot in my in, in my heart. I feel like he's like a really just like a character where you can always pick up with any character you, you can introduce and like just fuck some shit up with, and like especially them doing it in New York. And like in the city, and like, like I don't, I think I'll, in, I'll talk about like one of them in the, the scenes from the trailer. They, they're in the convenience store. That whole action sequence is intense, amazing, and it's just like you can definitely tell like Ghostface is intimidating in this film, and especially the one with like the beat up mask. And I'm not gonna get into too much spoilers because I don't know, if, I don't know if people really care. I'll, I might do a spoiler free review if I do another solo episode, which is probably bound to happen because. I don't know. Life's crazy. But, uh, you know, this new Scream definitely is a must-watch. Easy to watch and just enjoy. Um, characters I really liked, I think um, they transferred from the, from the last movie. I really enjoyed Chad. I enjoyed uh, Jenna Ortega's character. I keep forgetting the names because I am really bad at remembering names. Uh, let me just check real quick. 
uh, whoa, not screen. I mean scream because I'm stupid. Let's see. Scream 6. Okay, here it is. Like, um, we got Sam Carpenter, like Melissa Barrera playing her. You got returning characters, like, um, actually, I don't even know if that's a spoiler or not, so I'm not going to ever say that. We got Corny Cox coming back, obviously. We have Chad Mason Gooding. Uh, we got some other characters. We have Tony uh, Revlori. He was from the, the Spider-Man series, and I'm glad to see him in this movie because I'm like, I want to see him in more stuff. But, I don't know, it was a really nice film. You can just turn your, you know, sort of, like, brain off and just really enjoy just some kills and a little bit of horror. It's really nice, really easy. Uh, Creed 3, let me tell you, I went alone to watch this movie because I was just wanting to watch a movie, and I like watching movies alone, all right? You can judge me. Hate me all you want in the comments. I don't give a crap. People say people can consider it lonely. I find it really fun. But Creed 3 as a movie... I think, honestly, Perfection is Michael B. Jordan's first sort of debut film, and I'm glad he did it for his own, like, sort of series of Creed and, you know, delving back into the character again. And, man, like, I don't really watch many of, like, the Rocky movies or even the other Creed movies, I'm going to be honest. But just, I again, you don't really need to know much of the other Creed movies to really enjoy this, you know, the latest installment of the trilogy. And it's just, man, like, the way his director, like, director, eh, Dick, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that, but his directorial, fuck, I'm going to try that. Never mind, never mind. Forget about it. Um, his, you know, debut in, you know, making this film was amazing. Like his, you know, cinematography and like the way his characters interact with each other and how, you know, he directed scenes and, you know, especially the action scenes, like the boxing scenes, you can really sense like each other's like sort of power. I don't know if that makes sense. Like each character, you can tell how heavy they hit and how like, like each character thinks differently in the ring, which was really amazing how they dwelled into, you know, you know, that side of Creed again. But it was so I watched it twice already. It's amazing. It, like go watch it. Like I recommend it watching it. Like if you hear this episode, if you have time, go watch it the next time you can because it's amazing. Absolutely loved it. And man, I just cannot get over the boxing scenes. They were amazing. You can just enjoy it. And they especially Michael B. Jordan, he's a really big fan of anime and he you can kind of see that sort of inspiring him to like, you know, direct certain fights and how they were. I would say there's a couple, you know, one reference from Dragon Ball, another one from Naruto. And you really see that. And it's amazing how these characters interact with each other. And I loved seeing that. What was it? Let's see. What was his name again? Because I know here in the Marvelous Dweebs, we love representation because obviously that's what we do. We like to represent because that's what we need in cult in like film and tv shows and television and all that stuff you know and let's see what was his name he played um let's find this out let's see let's see let's see because i can't find him where'd he go i didn't i didn't even know canelo was gonna pop up in this film but canelo you know latino pride um let's see where is he is he is this him i'm trying to remember oh yeah it's jose benavides jr who he actually is a boxer in real life, but like he played like this like Latino like um, boxer who was gonna go against um, Victor Drago in this film, and so okay, I didn't realize it paused when I was talking about Victor Drago, but just them going against each other and sort of seeing again that like Latino representation with them in his boxing, which is really amazing. But besides that, I really recommend Creed and Scream, both amazing films. I don't think I've seen any other films besides that, and. Yeah, because I've not been out. But besides those two films, I recommend those two and then Arcane for right now. And 
if you guys haven't watched Blue Perry yet, go watch Blue Perry because I know we watched, talked about that last episode. Really recommend it. But I think I'm going to call it in because I don't know what else to talk about and I'm panicking. But this is going to be a very short episode by the one singular dweeb. This is why we have two dweebs because it is a lot easier to talk about stuff when there's two of us. But if you guys see, hear this and go, you know, are this far in the episode, please go show cast some love on the Instagram and TikTok. She'll probably really love it. But I love you all. And we're excited to talk about Arcane with Ethan. And then maybe even John Wick and Dungeons & Dragons coming up. But... But yeah, go check out our TikTok, go check out our Instagram, and we love you all, and I'm going to go now, because I don't know what else to say. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> ah, shit, it, it, it didn't stop.